So, do you have a financial app on your smartphone? And should you have any security concerns? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with information you need to know. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Our guest is Bankrate.com senior analyst Robert Barba. And Bankrate recently conducted a study of Americans who have financial apps on their phones. So how many of us have financial apps on our phones these days? Our data found that 63% of U.S. adults who have a smartphone have at least one app on their phone, and the average was two and a half apps. And how rapidly has that grown in the past few years? You know, this is the first time we've conducted this survey, so I have no comparison data. But suffice to say, in the decades since its launch, mobile banking has become a very popular way for consumers to connect with their money and their banks. Robert, your study was able to chop it up into age categories. What generation has the most and the least of these apps? So we actually saw pretty good adoption kind of across the board, but you know, Gen Xers were among those who are most likely to have at least one banking app on their phone. And it kind of stands to reason that that makes sense because those in Generation X are the ones that are currently in the most complex part of their financial lives. If you look at the data, I think 31% of millennials had at least one app. 37% of Gen Xers have one. I mean, it just speaks to kind of where those folks are in their lives. Of course, it tended to trend lower for older generations because that's just the way technology tends to. At the same time, though, there is adoption, right? Because customer service is something that people value at all ages. And just to clarify, because it does get confusing sometimes, millennials are considered to be age 18 to 37. Gen Xers are age 38 to 53. And then baby boomers are probably more familiar. They're age 54 to 72. And Robert, you found that 7 in 10 with financial apps use them at least weekly. But did your study delve into the reasons that the 37% who don't have financial apps on their phones have made that decision? We didn't ask why, but some of the, what I know from just research and kind of covering this industry for a few years, that it falls into two categories. People are either afraid of mobile banking, they have some view that it's unsafe, or they're very content in the way that they bank normally. They're the people you see in line at the branch. They're at the bank to do things that they could have easily done on their phones. They're just happy with the way that they bank. And so the challenge for banks is to, one, communicate that this is a safe way for them to manage their money. In fact, there's some tools that are allowed in mobile that make it even safer. And then the other side is make sure that they're offering features and products in mobile that they can't get elsewhere. The card-free ATM is a perfect example of that, I think. The ability to generate a code on your phone so that you don't have to put your card into the ATM and risk it getting skimmed in order to withdraw cash. Legitimately, should there be any concerns about having access to your finances on a device that is pretty commonly lost or stolen? Sure. Any device, laptop, computer, phone, whatever it is that's connected to the Internet has some risk to it. That specific example you gave, if you lost your phone, passwords are a really, really weak form of security. And it's the best that we've come up with in a long time. But that's kind of evolving and biometrics are taking hold, especially in mobile. So think of the ability to hack someone's password is doable. The ability to hack someone's face or someone's thumb is considerably more challenging, if not impossible. What is the incentive for banks to uh, get people to start using apps? Because obviously it's benefiting the banks, right? Yeah, I mean, banks would say that they want to make sure that they're allowing their customers to bank on their terms, whether if it's 
in the branch, if it's online, if it's mobile. But ultimately, look, there's an expense element to this in that it's much cheaper to serve customers digitally than it is in branches. The head of consumer banking for JP Morgan Chase, he often goes through these really, really fine details as to the amount it costs to deposit a check for the company via mobile than it is to do it at the branch. I mean, the amount of money that they can strip out of expenses is astronomical. All right, Robert Barba, Senior Analyst at Bankrate.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for your time. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find us online at InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Internet services provided by Pair.com the home of world-class web hosting. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Gina Tedesco and Roy Mackey and our executive producer, Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next time on another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>